Welcome to Bangalore Revival Center where we dream revival with God and serve people in love. It's a church devoted to celebrate God, pursue God, present God, imitate God and to host God. Now, here's a sermon from this weekend at church. struggle with your voice. But it's good because it all comes with a good result. Amen. Let's stand up on our feet. <clears throat> Shall we stand up on our feet? I'm sorry, I'm going to stress you a little today. Okay. I hope you don't mind. Because it's all coming with blessings. I want us to, you know, spend some few minutes in welcoming the presence of the Holy, of Holy. If my voice is not good, do sing to your father. Sing to your maker. Sing to the king of kings. Because his presence is here. Amen. Holy Spirit, thou welcome in this place. Holy Spirit, Thou art welcome in this place. O omnipotent Father, have mercy and pray. Thou art welcome in this Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Thou art welcome in this place. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Thou art welcome in this place. Blessed be the name, blessed be the name. 
receive your word that we command this morning by the power in the resurrection of Jesus be broken by fire in the name of Jesus thank you Lord because you will speak to your children blessed be thy name O Lord have your way in Jesus mighty name amen amen shall we give a round of applause for Jesus Christ you may be seated please I welcome you to the house, Bangalore River Center, in the name of Jesus. Uh, this morning, I'm so delighted and privileged to be in this platform. It's always been, you know, a hunger to share from the, from the word of God. And as God may have it, Daddy told me uh, past two weeks that you're going to share from the word. I was so happy. You know, I go home, I was flipping the Bible, I said, Holy Spirit, speak to me, speak to me. Just give me a word for your children. Give me a word for this church. I want your heart. I don't just want, you know, share anything on my own. I used like one hour in searching for the scripture. I didn't get any word, sincerely. Then before I slept, I knelt and I said, Lord, I know you will not disappoint me, neither your children. Please speak to me. Then this sermon was originated with through the encounter I have in the dream. You know, in the dream, the Lord revealed to me, I was standing with uh, daddy, Pastor Priji. You know, him and one other guy and me, two of us who were standing, we were having conversation. Then in our midst of conversation, Grace was standing behind me. So she screamed. I left Pastor Preji because Pastor Preji was talking to me directly. Then I went attending to Grace. When I came back, tried to get my attention back to Pastor Preji, he didn't, re- he didn't give you know, the attention to me. I struggled, but there was no way. Then I woke up from the sleep. I was asking God, what, what is the meaning of this dream? Then it occurred to me that I prayed before I slept. God, give me a word for the church. Then it rang to my ear, very, you know, a tender voice. I had distraction. I said, oh. So this morning, I want you to turn to someone by your side. 
say to him, this morning, the power of destruction shall not take hold over you in Jesus' name. I don't think you meant what you said. It's like you are whispering to one another. <laughs> I said, the power of destruction shall not take hold over you this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So, as I went, you know, searching for the scripture to use, the Lord gave me so many words that would help us to understand what distraction is all about. The title of my sermon is Distraction from God. It's extremely dangerous. What did I say? Distraction from God is extremely dangerous. You know, when we get distracted, as we all know, Jesus is the captain of our boat, right? He's the captain of our boat. He sells it for us. But when we get distracted, we begin to sell the boat on our own. You know, in trying to control, uh, I cannot use steering, it leads us to a wrong direction. We'll miss the, the main, the ultimate goal. We'll miss the target. The distraction will make you to lose your opportunity. Because when you are distracted, you no longer hear from God. When you get distracted, you know, there is no focus. You know, you are trying to do everything on your own. You lose the blessing. You lose the prosperity. So this morning, the Lord, you know, is speaking. God, God, is, try, God is saying, not trying. He's, he's reminding you this morning, sons and daughters, you have to do away with anything called distraction in your life. Amen. So, we're going to go into the scripture. And before that, I want to ask you something. And this really, you know, makes me to prepare this sermon. When I got this message, I began to wonder, I began to think, I said, what is the, the title of last year that God gave to a church? You know, it's called a year of everlasting fruitfulness, right? So, I just want to ask each one of us. How many of you really think that you really have that everlasting fruitfulness? Raise your hand. Amen. Okay, few of us. Then, what is the, 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 the title of this year? A year of supernatural abundance. Then, God is reminding you, saying, the reason, because this is what I felt in the spirit. We didn't really achieve God's purpose and plan in our life last year. I check my personal life. Then I, I look at every people around me. I begin to ask, did you really achieve God's aim in our life? Then I said, no. Why? I saw the areas that I was distracted. I saw the reason why I was distracted. Then God is saying this year, this year is a year of supernatural abundance. He really wants you to reach that place. He really wants you to achieve his aim, his goal, his will towards you and I. That is why this morning, I want you to, you know, prepare, open your heart, be so attentively. Do not allow anyone beside you to distract you. 
or your phone. Pay attention. The Lord has a message for you today. Amen. Amen. Let's turn our Bible to the book of 1 Corinthians 7.35. I read. I am saying this for your benefit. Not to place a restriction on you. I want you to do whatever will help you serve the Lord best with a few distractions as possible. Amen. This is Paul addressing the church of Corinthians. He said, I want you to serve the Lord the best. He wants you to serve God as few distractions as possible. God was speaking through Paul to let the church know Paul was, Paul was addressing the issue of being married or not. If you will be distracted by the, by the physical beauty of the woman, if you lost after the flesh, it's better you get married so that you can do away with the temptation that will hinder you to have that father and son relationship. Amen. So, and as you will see, God is telling you there are distractions in our life. It comes in different form. Okay. I have seen myself being distracted by the goal the Lord has, you know, kept for me. Then I saw my failure. Then he says, son, you have to do away with this distraction. What is distraction all about? When we, you know, Take our eyes off from the cross, from the master. When we think, when we depend on our own ability, when we depend on our own strength, by doing so, we began to lose it. Amen. The Bible said in the book of James 4.8, he said, come closer to me and I will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your heart for your loyalty is divided between God and the word. You see, there is distraction in the word. The word you and I live in. There's so much distraction. It comes in money. It comes in friendship, relationship, family. Name them, etc., etc. They come in different form. That is how the distractions come. And God is saying, if you come closer to me, I will come more closer I love the advice that said, if you draw nearer to me, if you come nearer to me, I will draw nearer to you. If you give God one inch step, he will give you 101. Amen. And I pray this morning as we all are going to give God more attention, as we are going to focus on our master, that our life will change in Jesus' name. Let's open the Bible to the book of Luke 10. 3842. This place talks about Martha and Mary. This place really, you know, it really taught me a lot. And I pray that it will also teach you something that will help you to do away with distraction. I read, as Jesus and the disciples continue on their way to Jerusalem, they came to a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. Next. Her sister Mary sat at the lost foot, listening to what he taught. 
But Martha was distracted. You see the word distraction. It comes again. Martha was distracted by the big dinner she was preparing. She came to Jesus and said, Lord, don't it seem unfair to you that my sister just sit here while I do all the work. He told her to come and help me. Next. But the Lord said to her, my dear Martha, you are worried and upset over all these details. What are the details? You ask yourself, what is that big dinner that you are preparing? That you, you, miss, the, you miss the key by queuing in in the foot of the master. Mary understand the principle. She got the key. It doesn't mean food, food is not good. It doesn't mean you know, preparing dinner for the family or your guests is not good. But there is something we should understand here. The Bible said, man shall not live by bread alone. By, it's only by every word that comes out, comes out from the mouth of the Lord. The word of God is life. Mary understood and she went on the foot of the master. She said, Lord, here I am. It's only in your foot. She looked at the face of Jesus. She was so attentively. She didn't allow the dinner to distract her from receiving from the master. Amen. But master was busy. You know, we have so many matters in our life. I've seen the matter in my life. I go around worrying for things that I cannot help. You know, I, I once told a friend of mine, I said, look, it's good for you to pray, but don't pray and try to do, you know, to be in the place of Jesus, in the place of God, to fulfill, to try to bring forth what you have prayed for. Sometimes we ask, but we don't give it all to him. We don't submit to him. Then we go struggling. Yes, if I do this like this, I'll get it in this way. If I do this plan like this, then I'll get this result. Then you miss it. Mary knew that there's nothing she can do that will help the situation. There is nothing she can do. Now even if she brings the food, the food is not the main purpose. The master comes into the house. Jesus is here right now. He's speaking to you through me. Yes, you might be sitting there, you know, sitting, looking at, saying, oh, maybe his clothes. He doesn't know how to speak English. This and that. You'll be wondering, you know, your mind will go out of the church. You'll be wandering around, thinking of one thing or the other. While the message is being delivered to the next person sitting with you. The same thing happened to Martha. Martha was in the same room with Mary. Martha was preparing the dinner just as we all prepare dinner of our daily circumstances, our struggles. She was there, but Mary was at the foot of the master. She was receiving it.
And I pray today that you will receive the word of the Lord. That the destruction will not hold you down in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. The Bible said in the, fourth, the book of uh, 1 John 5.21. It said, dear children, keep away from anything that, that might take God's place in your heart. Amen. I believe you get the word. Dear children, keep away from anything that might take God's place in your heart. What is that that is taking God's place in your heart? Is it your office? Financial breakdown. Your debts. Your children. I was distracted in the realm of the spirit. Because I thought giving attention to grace is the best. God was talking to me, was saying, look, Pastor Preji is your spiritual father. Just as I am your father, heavenly father, if you lose focus, I will attend to the next. I want you to understand that it's very good and essential in our daily life to always pay attention, be attentively to the word of God. God revealed something to me yesterday here. But because I, I couldn't cue in into the, you know, the vision. Not up to three hours, the event took place. It becomes a loss to me. So it's good for we to pay attention to the voice of our father. Forget the things around you. You know, your problems. Let's, let's receive, let's, let's embrace him and know his thoughts towards us, his plan for us. He said this year is going to be a year of supernatural abundance. He really wants you to get that supernatural abundance. And I believe after this sermon, before the end of this year, you and I will sing a song of joy. Amen. Amen. Let's read from the book of Genesis 19.26. It said, but Lord's wife looked back as she was following behind him and she turned into a pillar of salt. <laughs> Lord's wife turned into a pillar of salt. Why? Because she did what? She looked back. When I was reading the scripture, you know, I, I give the title of this particular place, fashion. You know why I say fashion? I was reading this passage. Then it occurred to my mind. I like, don't you think that Lot's wife was thinking about her makeup, her clothes? You know, it's kind of funny. We, you know, we, we get caught up. The things we wear when we come to the church. Oh, my cloth is ready. Okay. You try to dress yourself. You don't want to touch someone. You don't want to be stained. You don't want to move your body when the, when the worship is going on. You kind of don't want to move your body because you felt, oh, my shirt will, come, will pull out. No, the shape will change. The same noise distract the wife of Lot. 
She was thinking about her luggage. You know, our luggage in life is our daily struggles. But remember, the word of the Lord said, drop it at the feet of the master. That is why Mary didn't go preparing the dinner. She went and sat at the foot of the master. Amen. Lot's wife, she turned to the pillar of salt. There are so many, you know, Lot's wife here. Even me, I'm part of them. God is speaking to me. I tell you, when I was preparing this sermon, I was singing, rejoicing. I said, God, thank you. Each time I was asked to minister from the word, God would always give me a significant